Greetings, everybody, and happy Halloween to all of you freeloaders out there. Um, that's right, all of you listening to this right now who have either never gotten behind the paywall and become one of our patrons, or uh, maybe you were before and decided to betray us. I'm not sure. But welcome to uh, the official preview of this year's Halloween special, the third annual Yeah But Still Halloween special. If you aren't aware, um, I've been doing this for the last three years. I talked to listeners of the podcast about their paranormal experiences. Um, Honestly, it started kind of as a half-assed joke of an idea. I just sort of was interested to see if um, any of our listeners have seen anything. So I did a tweet thinking, oh, maybe that could be a cool episode. And um, that was three years ago, and I got so many responses, um, I couldn't even... I couldn't even talk to like 10% of the people. So for the last three years, I've been making these. And um, they've also taken me from being a person who's kind of casually interested in this for fun around Halloween to a a real true believing freak. Um, And uh, my goal with these is to convert you to being a true believing freak as well. And honestly, I've I've seen evidence of this. I've I've converted many people. So... um, This year's Halloween special had to be broken up into two parts. They're both behind the paywall. Um, Each episode features some small stories that are really good, and both of them end with a very large story, um, an extra long one um, that's unique and special. The first episode focuses on one one of our listeners who... I don't really even know how to describe this story. He was human trafficked to Morocco. There's no really better way to say it. That's exactly what it was. And the second episode ends with my favorite story um, about a a girl or woman now named Jessie um, who has been haunted by the same spirit for her entire adult life, starting when she was a preteen, and it's still ongoing. so, yeah, I wanted to give you an official preview of these episodes, um, and hopefully, if, you, if you're interested in this, join our Patreon, listen to both of these episodes, and um, also go back and listen to the first two Halloween episodes as well. I don't know if there's any kind of Patreon piracy going on, some leaked feeds, I have, I have no idea if that exists, but, you know, I will say before you consider doing that, you should really think about who these episodes are about. I mean, we have stories about demons, poltergeists, ghosts that have traveled around the country following people who have wronged them. And you're stealing, you'd be stealing their story. So, look, this isn't a threat. I don't want to officially make any threats, nor can I, but you should really consider who you're pirating right here. And it's not me, you know? So I'm not responsible for, you know, any kind of blowback that you bring upon yourself. You know, I can't, I can't control non-human entities. Once again, that's not a threat, but join our Patreon. And um, I'm going to give you a preview of my favorite story from this year. Um, this is a story from Jessie. She's, um, she lives in Chicago. And um, she's, uh, she's been haunted by the, the same spirit for most of her life. Um, and this is just going to be... A small section of her story, the full one, is on part two of this year's Halloween special. And I'm actually going to be doing a Q&A with Jesse this Friday in our Discord. Um, So anyway, 
Welcome to the Patreon preview of the third annual Yeah But Still Halloween special. My name is Jesse, and I live in Illinois. Um, and I'm a little, <laughs> a little nervous about telling this story, uh, just because sometimes when I do tell the story about my situation and uh, my experiences, I do sometimes start having things happen again. So bear with me. Um, but really, all of this uh, started. It was spring of 98, so I was I was pretty young. I was just about to go into sixth grade, and my parents had moved from um, the town that I really grew up in, and they were moving me to this brand new house, which was honestly just a town over. At that time, a town over seems like, you know, a whole state over, so I was having a hard time um, just with the idea of moving in the, you know in the first place but moved to this house and when we first really moved into the house we hadn't fully moved in it was kind of like we were going back and forth from uh, the townhouse we were in to the new place and I had friends that wanted to see the house so I actually brought one of my girlfriends to the house to see it and we were down in the basement. I guess you could call it a basement. It was literally a, just a um, a tri-level house. So we're, I'll just say lower level. And we're, I remember sitting on the floor and we were by ourselves. My dad had actually ran out real quick to go to the store. And we're just talking downstairs. And all of a sudden, I hear the door open and hear the door close and hear footsteps up the stairs. So I just assume oh, it's my dad. He's coming home. So of course I'm like, hi dad, how are you? And no answer. And I'm like, dad, hello, no answer. So we go in to investigate, which probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. Um, but you know, here we are, we, we go upstairs, we're looking around and nobody is there. Not a single person. The door hadn't slam shut or anything from the wind because the door had been closed before. So it couldn't have been something like that. So it's just very, very odd. Um, and so my dad finally came home and I told him the story. And surprisingly enough, he actually did tell me, he's like, you know, that's really strange because that actually happened to me a few days ago. And we just kind of like dropped it after that. It was just kind of like a, hmm, that's weird type of situation. But what really, when it really, really started happening and became very real for me was the first week that we were fully moved into the house. And we 
you know, I was sleeping in my room and this was the first night that I had been in there. And I, because it was around March, it was still very cold at night. So I ended up waking up in the middle of the night and really, really cold. And all of a sudden I looked down and my sheets were actually folded over almost like somebody was untucking me out of bed and they were and my sheets were tucked into the bed almost like somebody had made my bed with me in it pretend like you're laying in bed and you've got your sheets over you and then you take your sheets and you neatly fold them towards the end of your bed and then tuck them in so it's like somebody just took them and folded it towards the end of the bed and then tucked it but of course, at the time, I'm half asleep. I'm tired. So I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to put my sheets back on and go back to bed. So did that and woke up the next day. I asked my mom, I was like, did you do this to me? Like, I'm literally, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and my sheets were folded over. And she's like, no, I, I didn't do that. I'm like, Okay. I'm like, well, that's weird because I literally woke up and it was like somebody had made my bed. Second night happened and same thing happened. So I'm assuming maybe this is something I'm doing in my sleep. I don't know. Uh, Then the third night came about and I woke up again and my sheets were then also tucked, you know, folded tucked into my bed again. So that's when I really started getting nervous, getting scared, Um, you know, called for my parents. They had no idea what was going on. They couldn't explain it to me because obviously they weren't the ones that were doing it. So that happened for a full week straight. And a part of me was really nervous about it, just thinking like, okay, who's doing this to me or um, what's doing this to me? But I didn't quite think yet, like, oh, it's a ghost, you know, because I had never experienced something like that. My parents actually got a little bit of information from the neighbors because they obviously were, you know, just a little bit like, what's actually going on in this house uh, because of the, you know, experience that my dad had and then this whole sheets, you know, fiasco. And, um, They found out that the previous owners actually had only lived there for a very short period of time, uh, and they had a daughter. She was around 15 at the time, and she actually was really upset with her parents because they had her move away from her boyfriend, and so they, uh, she actually ran away from the house and ended up getting together with this boyfriend and while they were um, driving they actually got in a car accident and died so we found out okay well the previous owners their daughter passed away Um, also found out that her room was unfortunately enough the room that I was in and uh, it was a really weird departure that they had. It was kind of like they were running away from something. They actually were very quick to sell. They left a bunch of furniture with my parents and it was just kind of like, okay, take the house and go. So that was just a little strange, you know, just the way that they left. Um, so once they found that out, it was kind of from there, a lot of just random little things happening. 
um, like I would be in my room and the door handle, it wouldn't shake really, but it would almost like aggressively like turn. And then it was like almost like somebody would like aggressively turn it and then let go right away. So it would just be like really quick. Um, and we would have, I would be downstairs in the lower level and even with like my parents and it would sound like people were just walking upstairs. Like you would just hear foot footprints all the time or, you know, people walking. So that was just like little things that would happen. But, you know, shortly after the whole sheets thing, um, I was actually, I, this is a really big one. I was laying in bed and I remember being, I was fully awake. I was watching TV and my lights were on. As I was laying there, she or something yelled fuck in my ear so loud that it was, I mean, incredibly startling. And when she said fuck, it was almost like she was yelling like fuck, like like she was scared. Like it was like almost like just angry, like she was angry, but scared. Like it was this like, just this like fuck, like fuck, you know, like what, like almost like for what I can think of now is maybe, you know, what happened? What happened to me? Why is this happening? You know, like almost like that. And I, I just remember just laying there or just sitting there and being like, what the hell was that? Like, and being frozen and just being completely terrified. It was really messed up. And it was always in my room that things would really happen. Um, so that happened. And you know, with the cats, like that was very, very interesting. There was a moment that, um, I, you know, when I actually saw her and that was the first time that I actually saw her and I had woken up, which was actually very, uh, it was a reoccurring thing. I would wake up all the time in the middle of the night and just feel that something was in the room with me. And it was just like where, I mean, kind of like how they explain it, a lot of times where, you know, the hairs on your arms will stand up and you just have this like unsettling feeling. And that's what I would feel anytime I would wake up and I would just like, no, okay, something's in here with me. And I was facing my wall because my bed was up against the wall and I had this desk in the corner of my room. And I remember turning around and immediately seeing this person in the corner of my room and it was clearly a girl she had long dark hair that's all I could see but she wasn't staring at me she was actually staring at the computer that I had on that desk just almost like she was dazed just looking at this and so I had this little light above my bed turned it on looked and it wasn't there So very, like, very normal of what a movie kind of shows on how it is when you see a ghost. Um, It was very similar in that sense. That's why I actually have a really hard time watching ghost movies is because it is very similar to the experiences I've had. Uh, We, you know, I remember coming home once from school and walking up the stairs and actually looking. I had a, um, the hallway was to my right and the kitchen was right in front of me. And I remember looking to my right, my bedroom was all the way at the end of the hallway and just seeing her in there, um, again, staring at my desk. I don't know why it was always 
the same type of situation where she was always standing in the same spot, but she was standing again by my desk. And I remember looking down and seeing her and immediately turning around and running out of my house because I was just like, nope, not doing this. My parents weren't there. My brother, like nobody was home. I wasn't going to mess with that. So I literally just ran out and ended up actually going down to my best friend's house, who thankfully was right down the street from where I lived. Uh, And, you know, speaking of friends, I had friends that would come over all the time and they were uncomfortable in the house. I had a specific friend that would sleep over all the time. And this was actually later on in life, like I'm probably around like 19, 18. And he, I remember, told me the next day after he had spent the night and he was on the couch and he said, he was like, I had such a messed up night. And I was like, well, what happened? And he said that he was sleeping on the couch and he was facing the actual couch itself so he wasn't facing out and he had woken up in the middle of the night and knew that just something was behind him and he was hearing breathing behind him and he's like it wasn't you he's like it was something that was seriously behind me and close to me breathing like almost in his ear And he said it was like the most frightening thing. So even my friends had, you know, just been kind of spooked by the house as well. So that was kind of messed up. Um, But other than that, when it comes to the house, you know, most of the stuff would happen to me. Only one thing happened to my brother. And that was actually shortly after I moved out. And uh, he was actually standing in the kitchen at the sink And he felt somebody take their finger and really just gently rub the spine of his back. And he heard a girl laughing and, or she said, hey, and then laughing in his ear. So that was kind of crazy. And my brother, if you ever knew my brother, he is one of those people that does not really believe in any of this stuff. Like, I think that was also a hard thing is, he's very skeptical about stuff like this. So growing up and constantly having to have people kind of be like, what you're experiencing isn't real was really frustrating for me because obviously it was very real for me. Um, And, but he had that happen to him. And I remember them telling me about it and being like, oh my God, finally something's happening to somebody else. Cause you know, it was, and I had moved out at that time. So I thought that my experiences were over and maybe she was going to move on to somebody else in the house. Um, But I was sadly mistaken. But it was hard. I mean, you know, to this day, I have have a hard time talking about it because it it really, really affected me. And it was a hard situation to go through um, my whole teenage years, you know.